Hello, everyone, and welcome to the After 50 Shades of Grey podcast. This is Petal. I am your host. And today we're going to be talking about careers and career changes. So if you are over 50 years old and you are looking to change careers, it's an interesting time, right? It is. It can be a daunting task at the very least and overwhelming at the most because it's a whole world a difference out here when you are at a certain age because people treat you differently at that age. I saw where New York One News, I guess they're on Spectrum, five women have left them after a lawsuit on age discrimination, one of whom was their very first person. And I just find that so totally disgusting that, you know, I'm not even going to go there. It is what it is. It is the reality of the world we live in that certain demographics are worshipped over others. And age discrimination We're told it's so hard to prove. And I just don't even get it because the fact is, if all you have is a bunch of young kids who are telling people what to do and how to do it, you already have a problem. I mean, you know, I I hate using the word diversity here. I'm telling you right now, it's a pet peeve of mine. Diversity was meant to address in my opinion, racism, not the other pieces of things that people use to create the narrative around diversity. So let's be clear. I am talking right now about the need for more than one perspective at the table, which for me is completely different from just diversity. I That's just a hijacked narr- narrative in my humble opinion. It ain't nothing humble about the opinion, just so you know. When you get to a certain age, so I was a single mom my entire life, basically, and raising seven children, you don't really get to say, oh, I want to do this job and it's my dream. At least That's my story. Yours could be completely different, and I salute you. I read a story of a mom of four or five the other day who just passed the New York bar exam after 10 years, and I'm like, sis, you a whole, whole thing. I'm I'm just so impressed. Well, I earned my associate's degree, which I noticed I don't talk about at all, when I was, I think... 30, what was that, 35? And I was a mother of five at the time and a single parent. And I worked for part of the time as a manager at different at a couple of different holiday in hotels in Florida. And that was hard as hell. Then when I was in my 40s and the opportunity to go back to college when I was laid off from my job 
I went through the process, took the test, went to the program that President Obama had at the time where you could go back to college. And the woman who was supposed to be my counselor, advocate, whatever, told me, "Uh uh-uh, you got your degree so long ago that those credits don't count for anything. And that caused me to not pursue it. I kick myself for that because, you know, it was a lesson learned because after that, if someone told me no, I verified their no. Because she was talking shit. It was pure bullshit. Because 10 freaking years later, I decide to go back to school and every single one of those damn credits counted. Even the fucking credits when I went to Brooklyn College when I was in my early 20s counted. If I were smarter, I wouldn't have counted them because those grades weren't um, (coughs) that great. But don't let anybody tell you what it is until you verify. Trust and verify. Was it Reagan who said that? That would be the only thing you ever hear me quote from Reagan, just so you know. If so. The fact is, though... At 54 years old, here's the interesting thing. I apparently applied to Kennesaw State University in Georgia. I lived in Kennesaw, Georgia at the time. I must have done all the paperwork because one day I got an email inviting me to orientation. And I was like, orientation? I did not even know that I had completed the process and all of that. Maybe they did send me something saying that I was accepted. They might have. They probably did. And I just missed it. Anyway, when I got that email, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So I'm trying to think. I didn't go to the orientation. But I think by the time I found the email, the orientation had already passed. So then I called and went and went to talk to someone at the psychology department Because by this time, though, I knew what I wanted to do and I knew who I wanted to be when I grew up. And this came from that same job I got laid off at because the work that was done in that job in organizational effectiveness and talent management, I saw a piece in there that I knew I wanted to do. And it was coaching although at that point I hadn't really given name to it. I sat through a leader's onboarding. His, um, it was his 360 and his, I can't remember what it's called. And you'll know that that happens sometimes to me, right? Um, but it was kind of his onboarding with his new team. And I looked at this man and I was like, damn. See, I would want to make leaders. I would want to have a part in developing leaders like that. And as I grew into the space and saw how the PhD interns that we had, they worked on surveys, they were I was like, yeah, this 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 kind of feels kind of like what I would want to do. And I put it in my little bag of I'll get back here someday, sometime. And when time came, I decided to do my undergrad in psychology. So I did that undergrad degree. And, you know, that, of course, was not a linear life path because three days after I moved and 
because I started my undergrad in Georgia and then moved to Florida because I had gotten my associate's degree in Florida. And to get my bachelor's degree in Georgia, they were forcing me to take all these different classes. And I was like, look, my mentor, Ken Robbins, big props, Ken from Response Mind, you the man, once told me, pedal, you can make more money you cannot make more time. And that became life for me right in this decision-making process. Because if I could graduate a whole freaking year earlier, I was already in my 50s. So I literally sold my house, packed up my seventh child, and we moved to <laughs> Tampa, Florida, where we knew no one. You heard me, knew no one. And so I... Completed my undergrad at USF. Three days after I got to Tampa, bookcase fell on my head in a store, 55 pounds, you know, just to make my start nice. Anyway, those issues notwithstanding, I studied abroad in Costa Rica. I earned my degree in that one-year time frame. Started August 2015, graduated August 2016. I was a full-time, anyway, graduated in 2016 ultimately went on to get my master's degree from the George Washington University in DC. Point is this, I was already 54 years old when I started this journey. Yes, I could have done it when I was 40 and 40 something, gotten it done, but you know what? It didn't happen there. It doesn't mean it can happen. And now, while things have not gone exactly as I had hoped and planned, I am doing what I feel is my calling, what I believe I was meant to do. Yeah, I talk. <laughs> so a podcast is really the thing <laughs> that I should have been doing all this time. Maybe I should have gone into radio. Um, but I'm building my coaching practice. I am writing. I've always known I was going to write a book and I am doing that work. I'm blogging. I'm step by step accomplishing that thing. Now, your life path may not be to work for yourself, but I encourage you to have it as an option because frankly, it's not easy when you're in your 50s and 60s looking for work. Yes, people find their dream jobs in their 50s and 60s, but frankly speaking, it's not the typical story. But you need to know what it is you want to do and how to get there. You really have to create a path. So a career coach is really a good, good idea. If you've been working for the same company for 20, 30, even 10 or 15 years, it can help you because it's so different now how people get employment. And I'm glad to see that some companies are getting away from relying exclusively on AI systems, artificial intelligence, and, you know, these big systems where they scan resumes. And Because you know what? A resume cannot tell you who I am and what I bring to the table. And you scanning it for six seconds, if it tells you anything, it really is that you're not very smart from my perspective. 
it is what it is. I mean, you cannot, if you're depending on what your eyes can scan in six seconds, then I'm just saying (laughs) that does not make a lot of sense. But some of that is reality. So having someone help you to redesign your resume, having someone craft it in a way that it says what you needed to say to get what you want. Because I feel like in our 50s and 60s, in our 40s even, we are wanting to be more fulfilled, even though we still, some of us do still need a paycheck. You know, we want to be fulfilled. And there is nothing wrong with that. Old Jamaican saying that you'll hear all the time if you follow me, if it ain't dead, don't bury it. Where I heard that from, my Aunt Dar. When I told her I was getting married at 30, I was what, 36, 35? She turned and she said to me, girl, if it ain't dead, don't bury it. I was like, wow. (laughs) But yeah, it's true. It's become like a battle cry for me now. If it ain't dead, don't bury it. Get up, see, set your sights. What is it that you want to do? I wanted to do consulting at one point. I wanted to be a consultant who went to companies, helped them get this done, da, 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 da. Well, guess what? My limitations did not extend to that. And the way I have to work now would not jive with working with a big corporation. And I think that's another lie that we buy into, that we can only work for big corporations. It's not true. I had a friend who divorced after some 30 years of marriage, and here she is in her 50s. She went and took some classes at the college and got a job with a small company. And that's the transition she made from housewife, mom, to a job that I think she loved. Now, we have opposing political views, so that relationship had to end. Yes, I am that helpful. Yeah, huh? We're not going to walk on the same line when that is at stake. So, whole other podcast. Which, by the way, I recorded one with Maya Guy, who is the um, founder of the Suburban Woman for Kamala Harris Facebook page. So I'm going to post that podcast. I had promised Maya I would edit it. And so I'm going to post that podcast because it's funny as hell. All right. So back to we were talking about careers and if your career journey after 50 involves finding a job then as i was saying a career coach is probably a good investment for you because they will have insights that can help you to navigate what may be new waters or at the very least make you more comfortable despite whatever challenges and obstacles there may exist, whether in reality or just in your head. It just is a good investment. So there's entrepreneurship. It's not for everyone. There is small businesses to mid-sized businesses rather than all the big corporations because I think we've all bought into the lie that if you don't work for a big corporation, you really don't have a job. Um, As long as the check doesn't bounce, (laughs) it's all good. And so, you know, I know for some people, 
They've taken roles that may not pay as well as if they could get into a big corporation they may make, but it's about the satisfaction. It's about the fulfillment. It's about wanting to feel maybe more in control or just feel more of a sense of contributing, whatever it is, getting down to the nitty gritty and understanding what is it that you want to do? What is your primary goal? Do you just need a paycheck? And if it's just a paycheck that you need, how important is it to you that you feel good about what you're doing? You know, we tend to think that because we're older and in the workforce that we don't have the same right to ask for what we want. But I disagree. And I think we have to see our own value until others can. So as you're making this transition, if it's a career transition that you're making, maybe it was a retirement, maybe it's uh, just you wanted to do something else. I encourage you to not let the naysayers keep you from doing what you want to do for what you don't let them get in the way of you pursuing what you want and what you desire. Because the fact that you are, you're in your 50s or your 40s or your 60s, 70s, whatever that is, practically speaking, 50s and 60s, right? Though, hey, people are going to work in their 70s and 80s. You know, usually it's choice, but not always. So as long as you can and you want to try to make it be something that satisfies your soul. And if you can do that, whether it's getting a new job in a big corporation or working for a smaller organization, maybe a nonprofit or starting your own business, whatever it is, I encourage you to try your best to make sure that it is something that feeds your soul, something that you are happy to do. And most of all, most of all, that you are good your needs are met, whatever the choice you make. This is Petal, the After 50 Shades of Grey podcast. Looking forward to being with you next time.